Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hi, and welcome back. Today is going to be like my shortest, but I cannot guarantee that it will be my sweetest uh, episode ever. This episode actually started as me writing an email, but then I just kept like coming up with more and more that I wanted to add. And I was like, oh my God, forget it. I'm just doing an entire podcast on this. So I promised you last month that I was going to start doing some more behind the scenes, reality, this is what I'm going through, day in the life kind of thing. Not like you know, taking pictures of myself crying on the floor or anything, but just being a little more um, vulnerable with what's going on like behind the scenes. So today is an episode exactly around that. And what I wanted to do is share a really challenging um, and expensive lesson that I had to go through recently. And because I think that it can help you in moving forward for yourself. Now, if you are a regular listener, you know that this month here in the She Built This podcast and in the She Built This community is all about collaborations. By my definition, a collaboration has always been one plus one equals something way bigger than one. But I think that I need to rewrite that because that's what the definition of a good collaboration is, right? A good collaboration is one plus one equals something bigger than one. A bad collaboration, however, can be one plus one equals negative a lot. So really quick, before I dive into the nuts and bolts of where I want to take you today, I want to say that if it is your first time listening, hi, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. And I hope that you stick around even after hearing this short, but perhaps not sweet episode. Um, As you heard in the intro, I'm Emily Aborn. I'm a content writer. I'm the host of this podcast, the leader and founder of the She Built This community. And you can connect with me and learn more about me at shebuiltthis.org, as well as find a link to join our free Facebook community for women entrepreneurs and professionals. Okay. Some of you, even if you have been listening a long time, I don't think that you're all going to know this fun fact. Um, I have actually been the host of the She Built This podcast since July 23rd of 2019, and I have been producing faithfully an episode every single week since then. Now, I may have missed uh, like one in there, and I think it was literally because I was in the emergency room, but otherwise, I have been consistent for over three years straight. Quick and dirty history as a podcast host, I actually started with a co-host who was also at the time my producer, and then I hopped into having an actual co-host, and then I decided to blaze my own trail and go solo as the host of my show. Honestly, going solo as a podcast host was probably one of the best decisions I made simply because of the fact that like I really needed to grow my confidence muscles and before that time, 
I was really like leaning on and using my co-hosts as a way to prop up or boost confidence that I didn't have yet. So it just helped me kind of like get myself out there and start to build those muscles that I could do this. Um, And I absolutely love being the only host of my show. I love doing solo episodes more and more like this one, for example. And I recently got a really awesome Apple review from a reviewer by the name of LemonLulu69 that shares, I listened to the Jamie Chapman episode recently And I appreciated the incisive questions Emily asks, especially about your unpopular opinions. This helps guests have even more courage, and that helps audience members like me in the same way. Thanks, Emily, for shining a light on leaders in this way. You're a natural. Super sweet review. Thank you so much, LemonLulu69. You know I always welcome your amazing reviews, and I do think you have to do it on the Apple Podcast app. But let me just say this the reason I read this in the first place. That is the value of bringing on a good podcast guest. And I will get into this in the future, but a podcast guest, a podcast, being on somebody else's podcast is a form of collaboration. As a podcast host, I am so hugely appreciative and I love when I have great guests. And I'm gonna talk more about this in the episode at the end of the month. I'm planning to do a really, really deep dive on this, like A, how to be a great guest, um, and then B, how to also align yourself with people that are similarly great. Um, But anyway, from 2019, when I started this podcast until now, I have been continuously honing in on who I want on my podcast, what kind of messages and vibes I want to share, and how my systems and processes on the back end and on the front end work around the podcast itself. I've had a lot of doozies, like a lot, podcast episodes that I shared and that I wished I had not shared, podcast episodes that I didn't end up airing because in reflection, they just were not valuable at all to my listeners. And then there are podcast episodes I listen back to now and I'm like cringe because of my lack of structure, my lack of focus, my lack of awareness. Anyway, I'm not even close to where I want to be right now, skills wise and podcast host wise. But I'll tell you this, I am a heck of a lot further along than three years ago when I started, which I would hope would be the case for you too, if you were doing something consistently every single week for over three years. I have a better sense of who I want to invite on, how I want to show up as an interviewer, how I want to show up in my solo episodes, and what I also think would be valuable and people would really enjoy hearing and diving into. And I do this in my content writing business too. I'm constantly looking at like, okay, uh, what went right here? What didn't go great here? Because there are certain clients that just don't make a great fit and some are just not a good match and that's okay. All of this said, it is not a perfect science and sometimes I make mistakes and my God, I wish it was easier because I personally am the kind of person that like I'm very I get very excited about people and about their message and their their um, frameworks and I think that like oh my god everyone is so great and then I just find out something or I find out that we're not compatible in some way shape or form and you know I think it's a blessing and a curse but I just tend to really like a lot of people and I tend to really like a lot of people right away so recently I got a recommendation for a guest and I was like, oh, that looks cool. So I reached out and they said yes. 
of course. Like, who doesn't want to be a guest on the She Built This podcast, right? So they said yes. Um, and then about halfway into our interview, something sort of weird happened. And I just was not sure that this was going to be a good fit for my show. Like something in the pit of my stomach just felt really, really off. And I was uncomfortable. I still haven't even decided yet like where I actually stand on this, so I'm holding off on airing it. In fact, I told you at the beginning of the month in in last week's episode that I had a controversial episode and I was kind of kind of teasing you, but I'm not even actually sure where I'm going with it or if I'm going to release it, so it it may or may not happen. I will say as I was sitting down to like re-listen and edit it and pull together my thoughts to share with you, something went totally haywire with the audio tracks and I have another chance. I have a second chance at doing it, but I'm not not taking that as a sign, okay? So one more real quick story for you on a collaboration that kind of went south recently. I had somebody helping me with something in my business and it went horribly awry. I mean, like just bad, bad, bad. It was time consuming on both ends. It was frustrating on both ends. And at the end, there was zero result to be had. And I had to do more work to fix what I had hired out for somebody else to do. So in most instances, I look at these things as like my fault. I know that I can have really high standards. Um, I Maybe I am a difficult person. I'm not really sure. So I did everything I could to try to patch things up between us. But I'm pretty sure that in the end, it just sort of like ended in a bit of a burning ring of fire. And now that person wants nothing to do with me anymore which is okay. I've really been like trying to dig in and figure out like, okay, what was my part in this going sideways? But at the end of the day, I've come to the conclusion that it probably was just not a great fit for either of us. I've been looking and looking and I just don't think I I missed any red flags. And I don't know if I had any. Um, I really can't see my own, but I do know that I ask a lot of questions. Maybe that was a red flag. But anyway, at the end of the day, I think that uh, it just happened the way that it did, right? No one did anything wrong per se. It just wasn't a good fit. Her services didn't match my needs and I'm probably not the kind of clients that client that she wanted. Just kind of flopped and it's okay. Same with the podcast interview. Just wasn't a great fit. It's fine. So after these collaborations went not so hot, And thank goodness they were minor things. Like in one case, it did, of course, cost me money. In the other case, it cost me time. It also cost somebody else time. It cost me energy, cost me time thinking and stewing over it and ruminating on it. But it got me thinking and I was like, I must share this. Like I had to just pop in and share with you because I think it's something we all need to be reminded of when we're considering collaborations. I wholeheartedly believe that a quality collaboration can take you so much further in your business and your life. I believe that community and choosing the right people to partner with is like really, really important. And I also believe that there is a downside of collaborating sometimes because sometimes even if you don't think anything is going to happen, it goes awry. Sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's not easy and it leaves you needing to speak up, stand up for yourself, make a choice to pivot in another direction. I don't think that's a reason not to do it because I think sometimes you have to try things before you uh, get the lesson behind it, right? But here's the thing. When you choose to collaborate with someone, you're giving them access to your energy, to people who who trust you, to your brand, to your platform. And a collaboration 
is a reflection of you. So for me personally, when I'm collaborating with somebody else, I need to put my community members and my clients first and foremost because the goal of a collaboration in my business is to help and serve those people more. Like I deeply care about their wants, their needs, their desires, and their feelings. So if a collaboration goes bad, it, it very much affects me, but it also leaves me needing to ponder and think about like, okay, how did I get into this mess in the first place? I do not want to harm any other individuals by the collaborations I choose. So I need to think bigger than myself. A collaboration is way bigger than us. It affects more people than just you. It's a ripple, okay? It's a ripple effect in a good way. And then conversely, if things don't end so well, it's a ripple effect in a not so great way. A collaboration is putting bigger energy out into the world than you can by yourself. And at the end of it, you want to feel really darn good about what you are creating together. And so I think the lesson for me in these two experiences is that you can't force it. When you feel like you are starting to force it and that there's no ease there, you need to step back and pause and ask like, okay, what is going on here? What feels off? Can you address it together? Do you need to pull back? Do you need to move away? Do you need to say no altogether? And then on the other end of this, what is this teaching you about yourself? Like, where is this an opportunity for you to examine yourself as well? Sometimes, sometimes, here's another, here's a flip side of this coin. Sometimes you don't think it's going well. And there is that little bit of like tension uh, and you sit with it and you reflect on it and you communicate about it and it ends up going impeccably great and you move through it together, right? But then sometimes, I mean, I think always it's an invitation to step back, look at it with fresh eyes and give it a little bit of time because sometimes we're just like writing stories about what the other person is thinking and feeling on their end and that alone just left right there, that can sink that collaborative ship. So I did promise you that today's episode was going to be short and uh, as promised, I think I'm just about done. I did want to read you something by Simone Soul from Instagram on collaborations because I thought it was a really great uh, way to look at this and I thought it was so apropos to the theme. And I will make sure to have the link to her original post in the show notes as well. I'm going to read it. Um, obviously, we'll have my own inflections in there. So Samar, sorry, Simone, if I mess up a little bit. And then there is one swear, uh, just in case you have kids listening. Okay, so now her words begin now. Myth, collaboration cuts your work in half. Uh, no. A collaboration is, in many ways, much more demanding than a solo effort. Requires a lot more thoughtfulness and finesse. Because not only do you have to align your relationship to your own shit, you get a whole new set of alignment homework with another person and their genius. There are also, there are a lot of interlocking relationships that have to be in harmony all at the same time for it to work. A complex dance. Not only that, you're making money together. When you're just fantasizing about how fun it will be, it's easy to wear idealistic rose-tinted glasses. But when money is on the line, annoying logistics are on the table, differences of opinion come up, and you're splitting both effort and payoff, things can get very delicate. 
So here's my best advice on collaborations. Work with someone that you're such a fan of, whose work you are such an evangelist of, that even if you did 100% of the work and took home 0% of the profit, you'd still be honored and gratified that you had a part in amplifying their work in the world. Even if you actually are their equal, you're happy to think of yourself as an apprentice to them. You feel lucky to be near their brain and know that learn that the learning you get from that proximity will enrich you for the rest of your life. This is how I feel about my collaborations, and that's what makes it an over-the-top, delightful experience from me from start to finish. Note, I'm not thinking these things from a place of lowering myself and compromising my own ideas and standards. I have an extremely high opinion of my own work and no project is worth doing if I don't feel like I'm operating at the highest edge of my own creativity and intelligence. But my fundamental deep reverent love and appreciation of my collaborators work keeps me working from a baseline of extreme joy no matter what is happening. Not that they make it hard. They make it very easy. Okay, so that's the end of her uh, post. And like I said, I'll have a link to the, the post in the show notes in case you want to read it for yourself. But because this is a lesson that I'm learning right now, I and I don't even want to say that these two instances were mistakes because that feels like sort of judgy to myself. Um, but it's just like more information, right, to move forward with it and for the future informing collaborations I choose. It's a reminder for me to move a little slower when I say yes to things, do more research. So that like Simone said, I know it is a person I really want to help amplify this work and bring into the world. And I just felt like I needed to come here today and give you that simple reminder that it is okay to be a little picky about your collaborations. That goes for you no matter what stage of business that you're in. All right. On that note, next week, uh, I will be sharing my interview with Crystal Parody of Women Run, which is all about helping women run and win political offices and also how to get more involved on a local and state level, plus why it's so important to do so. Then I will be back to wrap up the month and I'll be walking you through all the upsides. We're going to get back into the rainbows and the sunshine. Don't worry. I'll walk you through all the upsides of collaboration and give you some real keys to creating quality collaborations for yourself. I hate to say this, but a lot of what I personally learned about collaborating, I learned the hard way and I learned through making some mistakes. It's taken me a lot longer to do it that way. So I don't want that for you. And that's why I'm so passionate about this topic and I'm so passionate about sharing. I also really want to help you think outside the box when it comes to collaborating with others and like show you how you can be an even better collaborator, be the one to actually show up really, really well and be the one to create the situations that are win-win for everyone. On that note, I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you next week. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.